This is Randy's Rock of Life podcast, brought to you by Premier Midwest Beverage. Oh, the hot girl. Oh, Jose, let me tell you about the hot girl. I want to hear about the hot girl. Oh, my goodness. Dan, uh, we're going, boys, so jump in on this one, man. This is, this is, we. Too hot. Too hot. Yeah. Baby. So we went out and did this concert, and it, we did. We had a great, great time uh, on Saturday night. And we missed you, Jose. We really wish you were there. Uh, definitely a great time all the way around. But uh, we saw, Danny, tell them who we saw. Actually, tell them who we saw. We had a great time. We saw Above Snakes. They're out of Boston. Damn good guys. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another another couple, we saw Moon Fever. They're out of Seattle. Another really great yeah. rocking band. Adelia's Way. They're excellent, excellent. And then otherwise, fucking rock on. I love those guys. Yeah, the two brothers, uh, Ryan and Adrian, man, just great guys. And I'll tell you, um, you guys were talking to them at one point, and I was off the other side and uh, meeting up with my um, old radio friend Sparky from The Blaze was up there, so I got to hang with him a minute. I hadn't seen him in a while. Uh, but I asked Adrian because there was one particular song um, that came out quite a few years ago that um, that I love, and I, this is the one thing, fellas, about being in any form of music business and anything like that. Me, everybody geeks out on certain things. I geek out on where is the song bunnies and cake. That too, cotton yeah, candy. I love my cotton candy what? Blizzard from DQ, Bad. though. By the way, um, <laughs> he's like, yay! I. Loved finding out what that song is about. Like, what girl, what situation, any of that. What hurt you. What hurt you. Mm -hmm. And it was a... They didn't play it because they had a backup drummer. And so they didn't play it. Plus, he said, hey man, Randy, here's the deal. I... That song pains me to sing. Like, I I can't play that song because deep down, it hurts me too much because... There was an original song called Lighthouse, which is uh, about a very happy moment with that girl. And then you have I Don't Apologize, which is about the bad part of it. Hmm. And I love how artists can be raw and can really... Because you think about playing the songs over and over and over. Hinder, Lips of an Angel. Austin used to sing that song all the time about a girl in Oklahoma City. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that hits, man. That's what uh, music does. It, uh, get, it gives the the person who's listening a uh, their own interpretation of it. Yes, absolutely. You know, words are so important, man, because you know more than likely you're going to find somebody that can relate to whatever you're saying in one way or another. You know, so words are the translation of that song or whatever it may be. And I get it, man. Like when lead singers and all that, like, oh man, I, uh, that one hits me to the core. You know, yeah. I, I get it, man. I get it. That can be English. That could be Spanish. I mean, we both. Feel that, yeah, and and I it was it was such respect, but for me to be able to talk to Adrian and kind of talk about, like, dude, I've heard your song for years. I've been a fan of your band. I finally get to see you, and I'm sad that you're not going to play that song. But I get it, man. Like, I get it because it tears at your heart because you were you lived that, and that's what I love about music. Period. Mm -hmm. It connects with a variety of people, man. Mm So, but uh, you had a great time, Danny, with, uh, what was it, the drummer? Above Stakes, yeah. Yeah, you were doing shots. You got a picture of him. Yeah, I, that was the lead singer. That was the lead singer. Yeah, Johnny. Shots. Johnny. Yeah, and good and, dude. And, um, man, you were having a good time, Dan. Yeah. Out there shaking your ass, having a good time. <laughs> Not surprised, Daniel. Yeah, I, pick, I, I picked their drummer up, gave him a bear hug, shaking him around. Yeah, and he was a big boy. <laughs> so, of course, yeah. uh, but that place is cool. Uh, Barnett was a really sweet joint in Village Point, and um, I, the the bar in general is kick ass. But it's a very intimate venue, and I loved I, it. That's what I love about different that place particularly. You can literally be right up front, mm-hmm. and you it, the energy is phenomenal. Absolutely, so. you 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 feed off the band. The band feeds off of you. I mean, literally, if you wanted to get up on stage, which we we had a, a mutual uh, sprint friend get up there yeah. and do a sh- do a shot of whiskey with the with the yeah. otherwise the it, lead mint uh, 
Adrian. Yep. And and uh, Debbie uh, was there, and we met her. She's from yes. Vegas, and I actually think she downloaded the podcast because we recently just had an ad in Las Vegas, Nevada. So Absolutely. I'm like, dude, awesome. Give a shout out to Debbie. Dude, she great was people. phenomenal. Great people. Super nice. Anna and her, con- you know, connected and and had a great conversation. And uh, she has been fan uh, friends. Actually, like was his coach. Right, like she was like our softball coach or something at the school where he went, and right. she's known him since she was a baby. And she flew in from Vegas because her nephew is that correct? Yep, was here, and he was super cool. We had a great yeah, time. Yeah, he's him, good man. dude. <laughs> good dude. Uh, but uh, either way, then um, so Jose, when you're in a group of people, especially in that environment, guys that are single look around and they're like, "What's out here? What's the talent?" And Dan, I don't know if he was oblivious to not knowing what was going on. Dan was the lead wolf in his own own world. Yeah, and, oh. and, and I'm not yeah. saying that I was scoping shit out, but I'm a very observant people. I'm a people <laughs> observer, kind of, in a sense, especially at rock shows. I was into I was the a, music. I know that you were, but there was two girls, one of them uh, attractive. Both of them were very attractive, actually. And um, the funny thing is... Uh, I, I literally was like, Dan's like, damn, I should go talk to that girl. I'm like, well, maybe you should, bro. Come on. Well, Confidence, well, let's go. Well, you pointed out, you're like, hey, she's looking at you. And she I'm was. Like, she turned around and was like giving uh, Dan the old, uh, hey, what's up? And I was not looking. He wasn't. He was clueless. Yeah. Too many tequilas or what, Danny? There were some. No. Sh- there was Vegas bombs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Them. Shit. That yeah. is true. What was it? An off night or what? What's going on? It, it could have been an off night. I was mm. just I, I wanted to go in this concert, not listening to any of the mus- musicians, and just umping myself up to to new to new bands and just mm. take it all in. I, so I, I think I was just caught up in in just the music. Yeah, and I get that, man. You know, because there's certain bands I think that uh, I don't go into it like, oh, let me see what kind of ladies are out here. Right. Nothing like that, man. There's certain bands that I know for a fact that I'm going strictly to check them out, feel the vibe, right, right. all that good stuff. So I, I feel it, but you know, if they're checking you out, homie, that's a whole different level. Yeah, I didn't. I, you know, I didn't. I didn't notice it or nothing. Yeah, I, you did notice it. You were, dude. You were straight clueless. Yeah. And this chick was like, "Hey," but this is what happened, though. So <laughs> the plot, thickens. the plot thickens because no bullshit. I. Um, what was it? Otherwise, was about to go on stage. You right. guys were back hanging with Debbie and those guys and doing more drinks yeah. and this and that. I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to run up and grab a spot up front so we can go hang and we can party and have a good time. Well, ironically, as soon as I squeeze my way through through the herd of people, she's right over here. Yeah, it, it was like she was like far right. Yeah. And then next thing I know, she ends up like in front of us or to the, to the right of you yeah. and in front of me. But I had I had somebody you know pretty much in my way the mm. whole entire time. You know time. what though? Where I come from, that might be a red fucking flag. Yeah, maybe. I, was it? I Psycho. Don't know. Well, she was. Uh, or as some people would put it, she knows what she wants. She knows what she wants. I don't. Know. I, I just think her she and her friend were. Well. Out, I think she, her and her friend out there were just having fun. You know. I think so. I think she was having fun for sure, man. I mean, just to see all those guys hit on her and shoot, yeah, she, yeah. Was, she was shooting, shooting down. people down left and right. But tell man. me, like people watching, that ain't fun to watch. Oh, sometimes. I love so, it. So uh, I, love it, I had man. It I had great. this guy just beeline right in front of me, kind of pretty much tried to push me out of the Dude, way. And he was a little bitch. Yeah, straight little yeah. bitch. He I don't in, know who he is, but he was a little bitch. Yeah, he went. He <laughs> went in, tried to try to game plan. <laughs> Next thing I know, he turns he around with his head down, and he and he comes right by me and. He he plays it off like nothing happened, but yeah, he was—he was a sad little, little boy. <laughs> he got puppy stolen from him. Uh, puppy, yeah, he did. He got shot down like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, I was rolling, man. I thought it was great. Um, the the fact that okay, so to sum up this in a sense, you, we're, honey, we're talking about the fact that Dan tried to talk to this girl and you attempted to talk to this girl and i know there's a story behind whoa, that as well whoa, whoa. i didn't you you guys wanted me to talk to her i said hold because hold she was on. looking at you i said hold on because you you gotta you gotta know out for a homie you i got, was you gotta learn how to play the situation she uh anna she was a team player she she sculpted it out she she did the she whole went survey. against it yeah she did recon and was against it right. and i'm like dan 
if you don't talk to this chick, you're going to be second-guessing yourself. Wake up on Sunday yeah. alone with a sticky leg and be like, damn, well, I should have talked to that girl. No man card. That's no man so, card. That's what subs for. So, shit. So that's the thing. So you... Um, Watch the band. Everything ended, and everybody kind of right. went off and did their own thing. Right. Um, but the girl was still floating around with one of her friends, and so right. Dan, I was like, "Dude, go over there, go oh, over there, Dan. What so, more do you need?" I'm so, like, "Dude, if I had the looks, come on, Dan, come well, on." Well, here, here's the reason it's thought in theory is when you're seeing all these guys getting shot down, you're like, "Am I going to be a statistic, or do I just want to want to go over there and actually just be a friend?" Say, "Hey, look." Uh, the podcast card, yeah, Get which we had multiple, and we gave yep. out to a bunch of bands, yep. and they yep. loved it, and it's been awesome. They've Genius. been listening. Thank you, a- absolutely. Yes. So I I wrote my number down. I said, please listen to the podcast. Tell me tell me what you think. And she looked at it. She smiled, and she's like, "Is that your number?" And I'm like, "Yes, it is." So we're just leaving it at that. You know, Damn. I. <clears throat> Fate. And, and, and I and I talked to one of my. One of my female friends, and she said that that was the best move you could do instead of going yeah. and being aggressive. Well, not going espe- too hard. Especially when you're approaching somebody you don't know. Because in this right. day and age, meeting a girl in that aspect, especially in that environment, you're right. right. You saw a bunch of dudes just boom, boom, shot down. They're all like, hey, what's up? Band members were trying to hit on right. this chick because she was an attractive girl. Right. And it's, so, it's a whole completely different angle. It is. Which right. is like, you know, they're like, oh, got right. her, her right. mode of thinking differently. Yes. Be- because I, I, I wanted her to think that hey you are beautiful but i'm not going to treat you as material i'm going to treat you as a person so right by if she is or listening to the podcast smoother than the other guys you said you me. didn't want to be uh you wanted to wait till the end yeah. so it, what did you say you, you told me that that you wanted her to remember you or what was it right right i want to be the last last memory there you go danny you're my idol. <laughs> Facts, man. I'm telling you. I, I thought Good it was move, impressive. That's, that's but nice I, it, it, it took me long enough to learn and watch watch guys, you know, just go go fire in there yeah. and just... Hey, baby. Let me get Dude, you yeah, break. yeah. You would have been... And that's the thing. But she, while we were standing there, my girl's out there dancing and having a good time. What's up, girl? And she was. Yeah, she was like, rocking out. She was. Yeah. And I love it. I love getting her out of her... Uh, comfort zone and enjoying rock shows like that. It's amazing. But I ain't gonna lie, I thought she was in her comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> she was. She was. She, a few shots in, right, girl? Four. Four. No, no, no. no. Two, we're, four? We're, dr- we're drinking uh, tequila, soda, and lime. Okay. All right. But I got Vegas bombs, so Delicious. that happened. Yeah. Trying to be health conscious. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Either way, he, um, I mean, I think if you would have turned around and talked to the girl at the time, I think you'd have been like in that status. Right. But because you kind of held off, but he did it smooth. He was mm-hmm. like, hey, girl. Yeah. Check but, out. but see, I also included her friend, too. I didn't. Yeah, you did. Most of those guys like tried to segregate her and her friend. I'm like, no, both you and your friend listen to the podcast. Right. You know, if you like it, reach out to me. Let's talk. Yeah. And, and you know her and her friend could come out we can go out and dude, have drinks it would have been cool it, to have her on to be able to explain like what is it like to have that many dudes like hitting on because dude it right, was it right. was a, an abundance amount of guys <laughs> yeah, it, it was just, doing that I, I was the wild factor I'm, I'm like how do you do it and she just starts laughing at me yeah. so I don't know got me but either way Jose you missed out bro. apparently Dude, apparently, great time. You could have had the friend. I could, I could have been, been like, "Hey, baby." <laughs> Either way, great time, man. I'm telling you, that was a great show. And then on Sunday, we flipped it from rock, and we ended up going to the girls' first concert, and it was a Christian concert for King and Country. And baby had a great time. Loved that. It was super important. And I'm telling you guys, the girls didn't know exactly. What was going to happen? They thought, well, is this like going to be like church? Is this going to be what? Mm-hmm. But they um, they had a blast, man. We did mm-hmm. the Q&A prior to the concert, mm-hmm. and so they kind of got a little bit more understanding of the band, uh, the brothers, and, of course, the Australians. So the girls were like, oh, my God. They oh, my God. That. He's so hot. And that was pretty much Who's what it idea is. was that, guys? I'm just curious. To go to that concert? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, mine. Oh. Yes. Um, the girls. Actually, Anna watched a Christmas concert. So I've been a fan of 4K and Country for a minute. But not any people don't really like. I mean, this house isn't a. I mean, it's not. 
to necessarily right, right. go to in this house. But um, I mean, we watched a Christmas show. We watched, a, yeah, it was a Christmas show, and, and they rock. They rock, and they were doing a collaboration with somebody, and the girls came in and like, oh my god, they're so hot. Ironically, a couple days later, I'm looking, and uh, I was like, oh wow, they're coming to town. Oh. So I bought tickets um, in the Q and A, the VIP floor, whatever, mm-hmm. for um, a Christmas gift. And it finally, the concert finally happened. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, the girls uh, got them a, a sweatshirt and a shirt, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they had a great time. But man. that's the thing, man. These days, you know, these religious, uh, whatever it may be, you know, whether it's country angle, whether it's a hip hop or whatever, they they bring it. Dude, I mean, you. It could, was you, a great life. You can tell the really the difference between a Christian and a non-Christian sometimes. You know, aside from the lyrics. Yeah, honestly. Oh, a uh, skillet. You know, I yeah. mean, Skillet is one. I um, would say top five, definitely. Like, they put on an awesome show. Very they did. interactive, very per- approachable, personable, mm-hmm. awesome show. Yep. No, it was a blast, man. Dope, we dope. we had 100% of a great time. And, you know, the to give the girls their very first concert, that that right there, they'll always remember right. that. And influences from here, because obviously Pink's coming to town, Joe Bros uh, coming to town, and, and a variety of people. Obviously, they would love to go to Tay what's that? What's that big lady's name? Lizzo. Lizzo and Larger. Yeah, uh, she, Anna said she was buying us front row tickets, bro. <laughs> no, what? Yeah. She's like, I'm going to get you and Dan front row tickets so her sweat out of her ass can come out and smack you in the face. <sighs> I'm going to give my... It, but I chuckled when he mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You never know. I, anyway, so yes, we had a great time over the weekend. Um, cons, it was a very busy weekend. And uh, Jose, you had some stuff happening too, right? Man, yeah. Well, you know, work-related and all that. Uh, we were pretty busy down in that city of Lincoln. And uh, a little city thing called Lincoln. an election going on there. And guys, I'm happy to report we had uh, 10 candidates up for election. Seven. Count it seven of our candidates were elected last night oh so, yeah way to go on hell that. historic real good real good night for us um and uh yeah we, we retained the the mayorship uh three city councilmen and we clean house when it comes to lincoln city council so Damn. lincoln is a lot more progressive than omaha these days to be honest wow yes very cool get out of omaha um yep. That's cool, man. Yep. You enjoying being in politics now? Love it, man. Yeah, it's uh, like I said in my last podcast. You know, it's kind of coming full circle. I uh, went to school for it, so it's like nothing um, out of the ordinary. So it's, it's like finally all, all that hard work's paying off. Yeah, definitely. And, and honestly, like sometimes I sit around and just think, you know, I'm like, wow, I get paid for doing this. <laughs> you know, it's what my dad said. You know, they work hard with your with your head, not with your your body and all that, yeah. because yeah. that thing, you know, catches up. Dude, I love it. I, and I get educated. I get to kind of know a little bit more about what's going on with get the Capitol oh, and definitely. everything else, man. So yeah. I appreciate that. It's a fun well, and, and the thing is, you know, Nebraska is such a large state, man. And honestly, it comes down to the Lincoln metropolitan area and Omaha metropolitan area against the entire rest of the state. Right. And, yeah. and these are two opposing views of almost everything, right? So, you know, you got to have a good balance of everything. But when when you have one side that has majority and they try to take over and t- try to tell you how to, you know, live your life as a woman, how to live your life as uh, uh, carrying guns and this and this and that. I mean, you, you, there has to be some kind of balance, and there is not a balance yeah. right now. Right. Definitely, no, I agree with you on that. So, Do you feel like a lot of Nebraska laws are outdated? A lot of Nebraska laws are outdated, but a lot of them are also following the whole trend of this nation of going extreme like i mean we've had the law of the land i hate to get political when it comes to specific events but um you know roe versus wade we yeah. had that for 50 years and all of a sudden we turned it back yep. right. and every state is trying yeah, to do their crazy. little part to you know outlaw it and we were mm-hmm. literally guys i don't for a lot of people that don't keep up with nebraska politics we were one vote shy of getting a pretty much a total man on abortion happening last week damn yep yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, she definitely talks about that. Quite oh yeah, a bit. it gets me going. Yeah, she gets. Oh, fired I, up. I don't blame. You. I don't. Going. I don't blame you. I mean, uh, po- politics and religion are supposed to be separate, right? And right. it's it's freedom, man or mm-hmm. woman. And when you have someone stepping in, trying to tell a particular sex what they can and cannot do with their body, you're playing God. You're not mm-hmm. God. Right. Yeah. You know. At the end of the day. There's a much more greater entity that's going to judge you. Right. And that also, at the end of the day, for a female, she judges herself more than we judge her. 
Right. And, honey, didn't you say it's, uh, what is it, my body, my choice? That's it. No. Okay, that's what, yeah, that's the way that I was saying it. The girls were walking around saying, no vagina, no opinion. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah, the girls were saying <laughs> that. That is very I mean, legit. The, that's very true, though. Yeah. I and, I, you know, I kind of wish just some people would, would take a, a moment to kind of realize what's happening down in Lincoln. I wish people would take a moment to, you know, find out what it is to like run for office man because that's where a lot of change and all of that happens at the school boards and at uh, <clears throat> all the local little entities uh city council and all that and we have an issue right now in south omaha with our city council and the drama that happened yeah. with you know some elected officials yeah, down there that's and a tough situation now, right now we need to fill a seat to represent south omaha because of one person's actions and you know we need to get that filled but yeah that's that's been crazy watching that yeah. unfold um, Tom, tell me about it. Yeah, definitely uh, heart-wrenching. Um, one other thing we talked about last week uh, that we did want to talk about this week. and Here we go. Um, the fisticuffs um, it might come off on this one, but... Remember, guys, we're still all friends at the end of this. We're all still friends. Actually, actually remember this. We, we all bleed the same. There you go. Yep. Exactly. So this, and obviously, baby, uh, I love you. <laughs> he's already he's already getting that mm, out of the way. What's up? I, <laughs> I have not okay. said. All right, all right. So, already prepping for yeah, later. So, oh, yeah, I already know. Just I'm apologize like, right now. Yeah, just you know, I'm sorry. I, you, no, you okay. Want me, you want me to start? Go ahead, start. Go ahead. I, I've got facts, but I, I like go ahead, man. Start it up, Dan. So we're gonna talk a little bit about white privilege amongst us four. Yes. Two white, two Hispanics. Yes. What it means to each other and the reflection of it. Okay. I like that. One of you two want to go first? Oh, you're putting the brown man on the spot. Oh, Damn. I get it. That, is that racist? Was no. that a racist guy? No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, the only reason why, why I'm saying one of you two go first is, you know, we're white. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us, you know, I... It, I didn't know anything about it till yeah. two years ago. Well, that's fair. I, and I, I, I have blinders on. Like, mm-hmm. I guess that's the thing. As a white person, you might not realize that it's even a thing that that that's that it exists, right? Because right. you don't see you don't see the things the way we see them. Your glasses are rose colored, right. where ours are not. Right, and and, okay. and from my perspective, okay. Okay. I, growing up in hood, I. I, I didn't see it. I didn't get any of that, you know? When when we when the cops pulled up on us, we all got slammed to the ground. It, it, it wasn't, you know, pick and choose. But now as I'm older and where I live, I see it. Mm-hmm. And I and I tell and I and I'm telling young brothers, young Hispanic brothers, young, young African American brothers, I'm I'm trying to tell them how to carry themselves because I see it. Mm-hmm. They're not right. going to get treated like I am. I can mouth off to a cop and the cops going to be oh, like, yeah. Shut up, and you're gonna be like, okay, yeah. And if I do that, more I'll more than likely go to jail. Go to jail. Yeah, so yep. that's why I like yeah. watch what I say. I just want to say also, guys, like in, in an era where like everybody's butt hurt over what you say. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah I, I make time. Now. I think the big difference is like you got to put that out there and talk about it, man, because. You'll have a lot of people out there denying, oh, there's no such thing. I live as a minority, and goddamn, there is such a thing. Right. Um, so let's talk about it and talk our way through it, and then just acknowledge it like anything else, and then and then go work towards a solution or, or understanding at the very what, least. What's the, what's the key word? Learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. She brought this up to me, and I obviously, I was clueless. I... I grew up in a small Midwest uh, town, obviously, in Nebraska, and I didn't really know this was a thing until she brought this up. And so I was like, really? So I Googled some stuff. White privilege or white skin privilege is privilege that benefits white people over non-white people in societies, particularly uh, otherwise under the same social, political, economical circumstances. They came. The roots of this apparently came from Europe which I did not know. Um, But basically, um, the Atlantic slave trade, white privilege, has developed in circumstances that have broadly sought a product of white racial privileges. And a lot of it comes to light because of the mainstream uh, spotlight through the social media campaigns of Black Lives Matter. So that's where I I think I feel a lot of that has come up from. In recent in recent times, probably like when the recent years, but I mean this goes back to like colonialism, when Europeans came to discover new lands and new mm-hmm. things, and literally 
took over lands that were not theirs, that were already inhabited with other people, other civilizations, forced their religion, their customs, their practices onto them in a way that made them almost assimilate by force and have to forget where they came from in their heritage. And in doing so, have lost so much history, tradition, and customs because of it. Then also, you know, brought over uh, people from Africa who were, again, forced out of their villages, their area, their livelihood, their places of existence into a foreign area to then be treated as less than human. So that went on for, we can all agree that that, that happened, right? Oh, super, and that was a thing. Superiority right. complex. Well, well, I mean, it, it's not just in America. It, it was, it was all everywhere, o- yeah. All over the world. It was, yeah, mm-hmm. Europeans basically everywhere. So it wasn't just here, but yeah, it happened everywhere that they were colonizing. So it's yeah. colonialism. Well, and, and then I think the other misconception with a lot of people is that white privilege involves wealth. It no. does not involve no. wealth whatsoever. No. It goes back to your point, Danny, what you're talking about. You know, we, we grew up, you know, we weren't rich. We were poor, man. Yeah, absolutely. But we all kind of suffered through the same trials and tribulations regardless of skin color. However, in your example, and I do have other examples of everyday white privilege. In your example, you know, when you said you got pulled over, we got pulled over, we'd all get treated the same. But if I'm driving by myself and you're driving by yourself right. yep. 10 times each, there might be a little bit of a difference between how... Uh, we're treated and pulled over frequently, right. gets pulled over more frequently, et, yeah. et cetera. And, and I guess that was the conversation. And first of all, I'm brown with the, uh, down with the brown. Uh, so I, <laughs> I, I hope just, so. We I'm love just, you for that, Randy. I'm, I'm just going to just say that out there right now. But um, so her you, and I have had. be more down with the brown in September, homie. <laughs> Thank you. So I have had this discussion with her, and this was my take is because I the way I grew up, and, and, and Dan, I agree with you on this, is we didn't have the beaver family. We didn't have, you know, right. the life that maybe other people have had. Um, everything I felt like I had to do from high school on, I had to work hard for it. And I don't ever feel and it was almost like she took the sail out of my wind, man. <laughs> so to tell me, no, you didn't do that. You 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 got a gift. You got no, a pass. I didn't say you did okay. I didn't say that's how you took it, but that's not what I said. I just said that yes, you I agreed with you. You worked hard. You put in the work, you did the time. Right. I never never took that away from you i all i was saying was that there was probably somebody equally talented equally gifted equally hardworking, right but because of their skin color did not have the opportunities open up to them as easily or as readily available as you did see and i and i go back and i think about my jobs i mean hell i i don't think it wouldn't have mattered running around as the chuck e cheese mouse i didn't think that that was you know that was my first job so I went from literally working at Chuck E. Cheese throughout high school and been in radio ever since. And so, like, I, I, I it was hard for me to accept the fact that there is such a thing as yeah. white privilege. Well, well, take for instance going to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're going in buying your groceries. No one's looking at you, right? Right. One of these two are your African American gentlemen, or even a. Uh, a, a Asian American go in there. Right, they're staring them. They're watching them. Especially, especially, you. especially the way you dress. A lot. Mm-hmm. I, what I'm learning through the years, it's, it's a lot. Not just your skin color. It's, a, it's about how you dress, how you carry yourself. Right. Because I, I mean, I, there was a time I went to a concert with two, two friends. They, they dressed like stonerish. I was preppy. They got tickets for smoking weed. I didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they let me off. So I, I mean, it, it just. The whole white privilege thing is, uh, you know, it's there, right? But it's, you know, a lot of it's not brought brought up right away. It's brought up later. It needs to be brought up now in the particular predicament, you know, such as getting pulled over by the co- by the cops. It, it seems like maybe white privilege is more like a power trip, in a way. Well, the way I look at it, man, white privilege is just kind of little subtle things throughout the day that affect you versus me. And let me give you a couple examples. I said I would go to that. Um, The same example that you said right now about going to the grocery store. If I bust out a check and start writing one versus somebody that's not like me. I'm probably going to be scrutinized a little bit more, you know, or if I go in there, oh, damn, I need $25 real quick. And I go in a high V, write a check that I might get an extra checks 
check on me, you, you know, to just to make sure I'm like, is it stolen? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. No, I, I agree absolutely. with what you're saying, though. I get that. I got I another that. one where, um, you know, for example, um, people look at me just by the my little beautiful caramel color, color skin and all that. And they're like, oh, hey, you have no accent. Okay, I mean, we got white people that have accents. You know, you're from the South and all that and everything. But um, I'm getting discriminated right off the bat because of my skin color. And looking at a white person, you can't tell if they have an accent or not. But you look at me and you're like, oh, hey, you should have an accent because you look the way you do. Mm -hmm. So that's another example of white privilege. White privilege, another one, because I worked in the industry, is they did a study where they sent out fake resumes out with different surnames like non-english really? surnames yep and a lot of those didn't get returned more than proportionally than if they were just standard anderson really? or brown or johnson or anything like that so there you there's white privilege and my friend brought this up shout out to chewy who worked in uh, housing he did they, what they would do is they like do little stings where they would go into like a, a rental at him and maybe an african a woman african uh, american woman and pose as people that want to rent homes and then they would have, you know, this operation, this non-profit, whatever, then would have a, a white couple go in, same apartment, but they would get different requirements, better, easier requirements. Or they would be told flat out, like my, my friend and his African-American partner would be told, no, that, that's rented, even though it wasn't rented. So those uh, are examples of white privilege. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask everyone in this group right now, because we're even talking about white privilege, Black loves uh, Black Lives Matter. All that does that still keep pushing racism in this world? Like because we're not looking at each other like each this. We're that, still looking at it that's like the thing. I feel like ra- everybody wants to pretend like racism isn't a thing anymore. Like oh, you know we're we're past that. We did our we had our marches. We did our walks. We have equal rights. We did the civil we rights. We had affirmative movement. action. Everything's, and now we need everything's to do good. Everything's, everything should be fine. It's not good. But it's not. It's just done now in a very subtle way. And it's so subtle. Like, simple things like what you just said that mm-hmm. the average person, if you don't know, you wouldn't you wouldn't get. Like, baby, you could go and try to find a place. And you've been had, turned down for other reasons and stuff. Right. You know what that's like just because of a certain thing. Well, if it was very blatant and you had the mark like a like on your like a scarlet letter on your chest, yeah. mm-hmm. and they could just see like your skin color or your name, and right off the bat, no, nope, we're not going to rent to them, or nope, we don't want them as a neighbor, or nope, we. That's the same thing. It's still racism, okay. but because we don't, because it's not so overtly in our face, right. and we don't have the KKK running around with like. You know, everybody else. R- racism is not so just subtle. a name, it's actions. Right. Is it, by and, others and, and let me ask others. you this is it because we're in the Midwest? <clears throat> because what if you were in Mexico and I'm white in Mexico, would I be an outcast? Oh, let me tell you about Mexico. That's the thing. There's a whole there's a whole thing. And this is again, why why is it that people come to this country and they're immigrants? Americans go to Mexico and they're they call themselves expats, expatriates. Mm-hmm. What? Why are they not immigrants? Why are they? No. And then on top of that, they're wanting to bring in and gentrify areas with their money so they can have their foo-foo coffees and their yeah, their like beauty treatments yep. and all this stuff yep. that normally local people there can't afford. It's not in their budget. It's not in their lifestyle. But now it's like, no, I, I can do this here for cheaper. So I want you to make my coffee. And I don't need to learn the language. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to you know speak in Spanish. I want to... Do you speak to me in English? Like, yeah. dude, you're not even in the, and I'm not an immigrant. I'm an expat. I still, you know, belong to my you, country. You have Americans like retiring, dollaring, so ridiculous. Yeah. And and you know, the, I think that's a difference because that community there, they, for the most part, I can't speak everywhere, but they they open them with open arms. They do. They're like, hey, they do. You're bringing in money to our community. Mm-hmm. You want to learn the culture. You're you're actually going to be productive towards our society. And that's not how a lot of people view immigrants here when it nope. should be. Because guess what? We do pay taxes. Yes. Well, well, hell, the immigrants that do come here take the take on the jobs that you know, lazy Americans, particularly. I, I you probably have to Google this because I want to say Field probably work. the majority of uh, we're going to go off topic here. Majority mm-hmm. of drug addicts and mental health are whites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. But they come in here and and you know they work their butts off, whether they're from Mexico, Guatemala. Ecuador, all, all, all through that, and you know they, I never hear them complain. 
And, and here's another yeah. here's another example of white privilege. They, you know, they you have all these politicians talking about, oh, you got all this fentanyl that's coming through the border or whatever meth or whatever through yep. the border in droves, and it's the cartel that's at fault for it. Who's the number one study they've been they've done studies on this? Yep. How does that stuff get across the border the majority of the time? Mules, white and college uh, kids, white college white, white kids, college kids. Me yep. driving a car. Hey yep. guys, how are in, you? In I'm, Prius. In, I'm in a Prius just with my <laughs> and family. That's just thing. They make this <laughs> stuff in Mexico, right? The fentanyl and all these pills that are laced with it. They're not having the overdoses and the crap that we have here. Mm-hmm. The people there aren't taking it. They're not. They're not taking it like they are. They're not consuming it like we are here. Mm-hmm. Deep. I don't. I'm so honey, deep. I, I totally understand with what you're saying. I just you're. I remind you that you're marrying a white guy. Um, but yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just are you that. sure? I remind you too. You're marrying a Hispanic girl. I am. Too. So it to me, it's I, this is what I like to be educated. <clears throat> I just have. I, I guess my mindset has never been. I look at someone and I say they're busting their ass. They're doing the things that they need to do to better whatever, whatever right, right. situation. And I guess I don't. I don't look at skin color. You, I don't. You're, you're not seeing this, yeah. but in reality, if you if you if you start looking, you'll see it. You'll pick yeah. What, up on what it was quick. the Netflix mm-hmm. that you made me watch, honey? Oh, that Chelsea um, Chelsea Handler Handler special. What yeah. was it called? Um, hello. Hello, I'm Hello, white. white privilege. White privilege. I'm Chelsea or something, or something like that. It was that. absolutely interesting. It was very eye opening because it was because she basically was like you. She's like, I have no idea what this is. Like, I don't know. I'm white. I, I why would I think that mm-hmm. there's anything given to me? Handy. I've been busting my ass. I've been doing all this stuff. Yep. And then after she goes and meets all these different people in all different parts of the country, she's like, Well, damn. That's how you learn. She, and she's yeah. and that's what and that's what everyone was like. Well, you wouldn't understand that it's a thing if you are in the majority and mm-hmm. this is the minority telling you this exactly. is how we get treated. But when you flip it and you walk in your shoes for uh, and then she even said she's like I dated a black guy, I yeah. dated a black guy in high school. She's like and now that I think about it, damn, we would get busted for shit. He would get hauled off to jail for having weed. I would get let off with the warning, mm-hmm. and my warnings mm-hmm. over and over again never added up to anything. Like I got literally like, "Go home, don't hang out with him anymore." Right, that and was then, it. Yeah, that's where they start getting that mentality. Mm-hmm. I can get away with things, and and guess what? The other guy will get hauled off to jail. Yep, mm-hmm. and go to court, and then go to prison, yep. and the overcrowding issue, and then we we don't treat the uh, the root cause of why we send people I mean, to prison and, and, and build the whole thing prisons. Is, like it, it, it trickles down. Our prison system sucks. To yeah. like even yeah. with people people of color have issues within their their races and stuff because as a light-skinned chicana i get away with a lot more stuff than my friend over here who's darker than me damn right one he's male and two he's darker than i am so right off the bat i can fly under the radar in the winter time when i'm lighter and i'm not sitting out in the sun and my hair is if i dye my hair nobody knows because i don't have an accent definitely a higher unless they look at my name and they're like oh wait a minute where are you from again? It's about to be different in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be white. <laughs> uh, Actually, yeah. she wants me to take her. Oh. Yeah, she yeah what did we say your new name was? What? Do you remember your new name? Randall Hernandel. Randall Hernandel. We're going to marry the names. <laughs> I love it. That, love it. Sounds Randall Randall. That, that sounds sexier than Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Hill's I know, like, like, Hill's what? boring. Yeah. It's, you got to yeah. get that tattooed, she, She's all like, I want you to take, so I'm going to be Randall Hernandez. <laughs> Get that tattooed, buddy. It just it, it just sounds sexy. That's a good ring to yeah, it. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. something. Um, guys, that is such a great topic. And I God, we could go on for hours and hours over this other stuff. But there was one other thing I wanted to cover before we wrap all this fun stuff up. And this is another thing that she has um, caught. Mm, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I, she's kind of busted me on this. And I didn't even know I was doing it. I didn't even know what it was at the fucking thing. And it's called mansplaining. (laughs) And I feel, this is my opinion, honey, is that I feel some dudes did you dirty. And you're always going to have this in the back of your mind. That You're right. It's probably a little PTSD. Ain't going to lie. Right. That that everything that I say, it's automatically putting you in a, like, you're dumb. You're stupid. You don't get it. So, baby, what is mansplaining? So, mansplaining is a man, obviously. Uh... Explaining an exaggeration or trying to like dummy it down to basically like a childlike level to a woman because they think they don't understand what you're speaking about. And this came up, I don't even, not with you, but the, the time, the instance that I had, I was, um, I was single mom of five 
and I was changing um, a taillight on my hatchback. And normally, you know, the ex took care of all that stuff, so I never had to worry about it. But I was like, okay, well, I don't really have, I forget what the, 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 shop had quoted me like a hundred some stupid price to change a taillight and i was like that's dumb i'm sure i can figure this out so me and my my son yeah my son at the time (laughs) who was sebastian was like maybe eight nine he's like mom we could totally do this so yeah we youtubed it looked up the make and model how to do this and yeah walked me through it we did it oh i was so proud of myself well then fast forward like i don't know six years i'm dating this guy and then yeah something like something similar happened like another taillight or whatever on a different car i'm like oh yeah i'm just gonna look that up and i'll i'll do i'll take care of it because he had mentioned it and i didn't get onto it right away i forgot about it and he was like oh my gosh have you not have you not taken care of that yet Uh... and then he proceeded to tell me in like very dumb down terms of what i needed to do and i was like excuse me Dude, this chick gets pissed off. Well, well, if I say I, I, anything, I, stop I, mansplaining. I'm like, <laughs> I, I see that. You know, right, right, what you're saying. He's right automatically there. assumed right off the bat that I didn't know what he was talking about because he said something about like, you know, I needed a, a flathead. You know what one that is, right? The one, with, the one that's flat, not the one with the pointy star one. I'm like, yes, I know a flat screwdriver, dude. I've taken shop. I know things. Like, good God, I'm not stupid. And you had brothers. Yes, I had three brothers. I have three brothers, no sisters. There was a lot of things that I knew as a girl that most... Dude, I... I was changing tires. I was changing, you know, f- checking my oil. The first one of the, we were still dating. We just started dating like what three, four months into it. I had a flat tire. I was out driving my route. It was like eight o'clock at night. Um, he he always told me to call him when I got home, and then we would chat before I went right. to bed. Well, it was eight o'clock, eight fifteen, and I knew I wasn't going to get home anytime soon because I had to stop and change my tire. And so I'm like, well, let me call him real quick and tell him this is what I'm doing because I don't want freaking out that something happened or whatever. So I call him and I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, just got a flat. I'm over here at, at the parking lot of Walmart, like two blocks from my apartment. I'm going to change the tire and I'll probably call you tomorrow. Well, do you need help? Uh, no, it's a tire. I, I got all the mm-hmm. stuff I need. Like I know how to put on a spare. He's like, well, do you need me to come down there? Thank you. I uh, appreciate the offer, but and you I literally live nice. like 20, uh, get, 20 minutes from it. here. By the time I wait for you to come here, do whatever, I could have it pra- practically half off already. Like, I, I'm good. So, <clears throat> let me let me try to get this a little bit. The tone of the voice... <laughs> Has a lot to do with it. Yeah. For the man mansplaining yeah. part. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Because uh, I, I see it, it's the way how they... You feel how they talk down. There. Talk down. You, it's it's a, condescending. You know, if condescending. He, if the guy mm-hmm. would say, uh, "Do you do you have a flat head uh, by chance? Or, do you know what a flat head is like that?" Or, mm-hmm. or if he just, "Are you kidding me?" Because yeah, I was like, actually, yeah, I know what a flat head is, and actually, okay. you know, when I don't have a flat head, a butter knife works just as well. He was like, "Oh." Like, and yeah. by the way, it's also in the Oxford English Dictionary. <laughs> it truly is. It says of a man to explain. Uh, needlessly overbearing or typical when addressing a woman in a manner through patronizing Mm -hmm. uh, and an attitude. And then it's actually um, traces back to 2008. This is when this actually became a thing. Uh, uh, Author wrote an essay called Men Explain Explain Things to Me, in which she did use the term mansplain, the first usage of the word. And then it became in Oxford Dictionary. So very, very crazy uh, situation. Bye, Isabel. Don't let anybody mansplain you, okay? And thanks for... Uh, oh, she knows better. Thanks for shitting in here, by the way. She I knows better. <laughs> Kim's in here, rips ass. Damn turd burglar. I swear, but hey, Dan, you got no room to fucking talk, Dan. But then, you know, that's the thing, guys. Like, uh, It's a fine line between being condescending, but then trying to be helpful. Helpful, yes. But, I mean, it the, is. The, ultimately, I think what it comes down is to the communication and how, like, that guy, if he probably, if he would have asked, hey, do you need any help with this? Yes. Right, right. Because nowadays, that's true. You can't assume that, you know, the opposite sect doesn't know how to do whatever, right? Yes. Um, but if he would probably just ask for that and led with that, yeah. then that probably would have avoided everything. Exactly. And be like, okay, well, you let me know if you need help because I don't want to offend you and what you, yep. what your knowledge of life. Maybe. Yeah, like him with the tire. Like, that was his thing. He's like, well, if you don't, I'm like, no, thank you, appreciate it, but I got it. He's like, okay. Yeah, but I don't think I treated you like that. No, that's what I'm saying. You didn't. That's what I'm saying. You did it. 
you did it just like what he said. You asked me if I needed help. I said no. I was good. You said okay. Well, then just want to make sure you know you're good. You're safe. You're, right. Yep, right. Everything's in, in, good. In my defense, I also we had just really kind of met, so it wasn't yeah. like I knew all you're the. Tra- you're you pulling we out were, the Yeah, shivering. we were a couple months into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, that I didn't know, also know a lot of things that you. But could then it do. was funny because the next day he went to work and told told everybody how I pulled his man card. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I did tell him. It's <laughs> like I wanted to be a hero. I was like, oh my god. Let me put on my cape stole my thunder that's right so uh guys have you ever been in a situation where mansplaining actually happened and some chick called you out on it my 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 ex did and i i really felt like i wasn't like dumbing it down i was just trying to explain you know a a problem and apparently it took it offense so i'm like you know i i got i got mad because i'm just like I, I I try not to dumb down things for people right. because I've had it all my life, you know, and I, f- I felt, you know, like I I wasn't, you know, smart at times, even though I knew, knew things. So I, tr- I try not to do that. But, you know, if somebody calls me out, you know, I'm going to ask them, okay, you call me out. Why? Why? Why are you calling me out? What can I do different? Because mm-hmm. knowledge is, you know, learn. You got to learn yep. from each other. Absolutely. You know? I think um, in my case, you know, I may not be the sharpest tool in the shed and everything, but, you know, I'm definitely not a dummy or anything, but you just got to communicate with these folks. And, and most of the time, you know, I try not to make assumptions, but, you know, you can't help it sometimes. But YouTube is a motherfucker out there. You yeah, learn a lot by YouTube, so yep. you can't make... You can do a lot with YouTube. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, I looked up how to what's the best way to cut up a pineapple the other day because I didn't want to, yes! you know, I didn't want to uh, waste any pineapple. I love pineapple. Love it. That kind of thing. So I think for me, it has happened to me, Randy, but I think it's those very overly sensitive women that, are, that have major PTSD from bad relationships from guys that were verbally and mentally abusive yes. and they just started yes. like any little inkling of, of, of do you need help ah, meet yeah. you so pretty much so, so, pretty much. so I, I'm I'm in delivery business right I actually get that quite deliver a bit what, from Danny deliver what beer beer <laughs> I actually get beer. that lines or what? I get that quite a bit from from female managers really Man's, all, all what, the, what, all the time explaining all the time do you know where that goes do you know this do you know that oh. and they're like literally just Ooh. like making me feel like i don't know shit like lady i've been doing your doing your store for years yeah. and you're still telling me you know how to do my job you know does it i'm gonna say that that probably comes from a woman who's been like independent and used to being in a position of control or power because yes because yes that is one of my biggest things and i yes it has taken a lot for me to step back and and realize that yes it's okay to let go and to let it happen and maybe it's not going to be exactly my way but it'll still get done and it'll still like get there in the end i mean even though i like folding the towels how many times have i told you to fold but oh, i tell you my goodness i tell you why to fold the towels that way they fit better on the shelf they oh, don't man. fall down my, my first ex was like that you gotta fold the towel this, this way, way you can't that. fold it that like, way the fuck's then you it gotta just put I'm it like, up there man i'm just folding the shoving up in there but <laughs> fold it in half and put it up there no, they don't the kids the just shelf. rip that shit off anyway and then making a bed too oh, oh hell no fuck there are some things that I'm very particular about. A lot of it, oh, though, yeah. I have loosened up on a lot. I have mm. loosened up a lot. I have. I have. Ask the kids. I have. I used to be way, way worse. Oh, that's good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm fighting a battle sometimes with whatever. you. It's like, Give it another 20 years. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know about you guys, like when you guys were single or whatever, but for me, I have kind of a little bit of a hard time kind of... I know how things are and where things go and all mm-hmm. this and that in my place. I'm a very independent right. bachelor and everything. So when people come and mess that all up, I'm like, uh, right? Um, yeah. There's yes. just something about like there's a there's a yeah. place for everything, right. and when you put it in its place, you always know where it is. And if right. it's not there, oh my gosh, I I lose my shit. I uh, lose. I don't my go shit. that far, but I do. <laughs> yeah, she gets a little. Because usually it's a kitchen anal. gadget. It's usually a kitchen gadget that they used for something else and not even what it was supposed to be for. And then they left it because they were Don't using it for know. something else. They left it wherever in three rooms over or whatever, and I can't find it now for what I need it for in the kitchen. Mm. Yeah, she gets a little angry about stuff. 
It's all right. Hey, you know what? It's compromise, honey. That's <laughs> what it's all about. It's all about compromise. Communication, sure. compromise. Dude, that's, that's what it is. Half the battle. Guys, thank you so much. Honey, thank you. Appreciate it. I love getting different perspectives. Obviously, we could talk a lot about both of these uh-huh. topics. Um, and uh, more music. Uh, by the way, Friday, Cinco de Mayo. I know you guys don't feel that that's a great holiday to celebrate. Not, I mean, it's not Mexican Independence Day, like everybody says. Not, right. No. And that's also a white it's, person yeah. holiday. It well, really? and let's In re- big quotes. Let's repeat that to the audience. It is not it is Mexican not Independence Mexican Day. That's September 16th. Yes. And this is a... Uh, basically a holiday that kind of started out in the 60s and everything and then you know it was, it was basically a battle in mexico that 300 yeah. soldiers and like 2,000 french soldiers and we right. whooped their ass and they didn't take us over at that time they did eventually but yeah they came back we, a year later but then, then we uh, cut their heads off when they try to put in a king and queen it's a pretty interesting story guys but Cinco de Mayo has not been so fucking commercialized in this country. It's not even celebrated in Mexico at all the way it is over here. Nope. So just big cities in, in the United States that celebrate it. And Omaha is one of them. And by the way, for all the local businesses on here that want to put out a Cinco de Mayo dinner or special or, or anything like that, please don't fucking patronize us. Seriously, that like that that gets on my nerves. I put a my, post about that on yep. Facebook. like, And I said... You guys are patronizing, and you have nothing to do with uh, South Omaha about what's going on there or give a shit about what's going on in our community, our people, or our culture. So quit quit patronizing us. Seriously. Absolutely. Are there other restaurants that are non-Hispanic-based? Is yes. that what you're kind of saying? Okay. Absolutely. Oh, gotcha. Everywhere. Yeah. Oh, there's... I mean, if you work in the bar business, uh, especially... Anything to this, make a buck. Anything to make a buck. Mm-hmm. And promoting, um, and that's where the advertising, promoting, right. so forth. That, yeah, 100%. Because... Uh, even, I mean, I lived in South Texas and with Cinco de Mayo, and yes, I was drinking Coronas and I was doing shots of tequila because I'm like, Cinco de Mayo! And I had no idea what the fuck. I really did. Mm-hmm. I just went with the flow because that's what everybody did. So maybe yeah. that's my white problem. No, honey. and I'll, I'll, I'll be the first no. one to say, hey, you know, celebrate it, but be respectful about it. Yeah, be respectful. When you have people yes. that are out there wearing mas- mustaches and sombreros and a sarape, I'm like, to me, that's disrespectful. Yeah. And people say, well, that's no different than St. Patrick's Day. I'm like, well, you guys have your version of St. Patty's Day. When I see somebody with the mustache and a sombrero and a sarape, that's like a negative uh, reflection of how you see my people. Because yeah, because that's any not other true. time, yeah, right, exactly. We don't walk around like that. I don't yeah. see you walking around like that in the street exactly there there you go guys thank you so much couple of new ads uh dallas texas boston massachusetts Uh, boston i don't know how the bruins are doing but i think they're done they're done Mm. done. Um, uh, buffalo Buffalo, new york could be a relative because we do have a family up there las vegas which i believe might have been debbie thank you very much or christina maybe christina and yvonne or yep quite possible a lot of people in vegas and birmingham alabama hey bammy rock on and of course you guys can reach us on the facebook Facebook page, uh, Randy's Rock of Life. Also, email us at rockoflife23 at gmail.com. So, a lot of things happening. We've been moving along with a uh, different thing. I'm on Insta, so I'm going to get us an Insta uh, gram You're page. On the gram. I'm going gram, to have a gram, oh which is gosh. fucking hilarious. TikTok uh, <laughs> and all of that. So, um, dates to her. What? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me give you that. Uh, otherwise, what is it? Otherwise, what? Dan, sorry. Otherwise, Vegas. Oh, hang on. What are you talking about? (laughs) What's what's the guys' tour called that they're on? I don't think it's named, man. Really? I, yeah, I think they're just out really? touring all together. But they're the both those bands are from Vegas too. So nice. I mean, they're they're hitting that hard and they're going along. And the one thing about I will say otherwise in Adelita's way, just in general, they they grew up in the same time frame and realm, and they helped each other out. And when one got uh, successful or vice versa, they both got successful. They're like, hey man, let's go hang because we're friends. And I thought that was super cool. Absolutely, That's the way it should be. Yep. Way cool, Absolutely. those guys. There you go, guys. Thanks for rocking out. This has been Randy's Rock of Life podcast, brought to you by Premier Midwest Beverage.